Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us continue forth in prayer. Mighty God, we have read of the prophets of old and how your power was often made known to them in a small gestures or in a still small voice. We bring our gifts to you this day, confessing that we have often missed or dismissed your miracles because they did not present themselves in dramatic, startling, startling events or grand transformations. Give us eyes that are constantly on the lookout for the small and subtle ways you make your power and presence, love and mercy known to us. In the name of Christ we pray, amen and amen. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, if you feel compelled to tithe with this ministry, there's a few ways you can do so. You can click on our links and either go to our storefronts because any purchase puts money back into the ministry. Or you can tithe directly by clicking through our Linktree link, the Tithe With Us button. We wish all of you truly blessings. And as this ministry continues to grow and we are continually able to help share the Bibles to the world and so forth, we can then share Christ's word to the world. And that's what matters. Our gospel reading for today comes from the Gospel of Luke, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 11 and 16 through 20. Let us begin. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will turn, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter, 
and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, the kingdom of God has come near you. We continue to verse 16. He who hears you hears me. He who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Here ends the gospel reading of our Lord. Praise be to God. Apologize. There's a couple of notifications on my screen in regards to battery power and so forth. But with that said, let us jump right into our script our message for today. As I say, brothers and sisters, as a reminder, go grab your pens, pencils, refill what you're drinking. And grab your journals as we begin. And our message for today I've entitled, Who Do You Represent? And with that said, as we're sitting there thinking about who we represent today, let us think about the things in life where we see representation. I mean, first and foremost, the shirt I'm wearing today says pastor, thus showing you that I represent this ministry. Our hope hat or the hope logo that I printed on a hat for myself. So when I'm out on the street and people come forth and they see me wearing that, I, it can stem up conversation and I can talk to them about the hope of our faith and mental health portion of our ministry where we have the links to help for those who are in need. I can talk about mental health awareness. I can help break the stigma. And ultimately, that's what hope means. When we use a hashtag that says hope breaks stigma, it is a way of saying, let's bring hope back to those who struggle in darkness. Let's bring it forth into the light in truth. 
and help them who are in need. I also brought forth my baseball hat, New York Mets. With that said, it brings me to yesterday. Yesterday, I took my son with me to a baseball game. And yes, it was minor league baseball game, but we used to do that when he was little. And obviously, we haven't gone in about five years. Um, I've been busy with my daughter. But this weekend, we had a father-son weekend, and my goal was to bring him back to a game. Two years of COVID, we didn't go, so forth. So we went to the game. And obviously, you know, if you can see that, logo, their logo. And it shows who you represent when you wear that logo, if you're a sports fan. If you are a football fan and you have on a Kansas City Chiefs or Dallas Cowboys or New York Giants, it shows who you're representing on that team or who you're representing as far as who you're rooting for. Even in the political world that we walk through almost on a daily basis in this country, if you have someone with a MAGA hat, you know who they support. You know what they or who they represent. If you see someone with a Bernie Sanders or a Biden bumper sticker, you know who they represent. But with that said, we see representation in many ways. We see it in flags. We see it in hats. We see it in shirts. We see it in political signs and so much more. But my question to you, brothers and sisters, is who do you represent? Yes, we can walk through life and we can represent things in the flesh, like sporting teams, like political parties, but who do we represent in the spirit? And I ask that question to you to really truly think about it because we could sit there and say, hey, I'm going to raise my hand. We represent the Lord Jesus Christ. But does our behavior, does our actions, does the words we speak represent what Christ represented? Do we speak out of love? Are our actions out of love? Or are our actions really saying something different? Are our words speaking something different? Many times we walk through this world and when we interact with people, they look at us and hands down, they look to us to say, not to condemn, but in their interactions, they truly sit there and make and form an opinion about what we represent. Maybe you work for a school and you wear the school's logo or whatever, and ultimately you're representing that school when you're outside of that school. You know, an old lesson that was taught to me early on when I worked in food service when I was younger was 
don't ever wear your work clothes out to go hang out with friends, to go hang out with family, to go drinking after work. And what happens when we ultimately get a little tipsy or intoxicated? Sometimes we say things we shouldn't. Or what happens if you just go have a drink with a friend, but you're still in your work clothes and you're running your mouth about your job? You are representing that job in that work clothes out. So when you are talking bad about that job, others are seeing you in that work entire, hearing what you're saying, and ultimately giving bad representation of that place. When we look in today's gospel, we see Christ Jesus who lived on earth appoint 70 people to go forth in pairs into every city and every place where he was about to go. And he told them that when they went into a home, they were to say, peace be to this house. Now, let's think about that for a second. They weren't walking around with, I'm with Jesus t-shirts. Yet, I'm sure many of us could find somebody who makes those today. And we could walk forth in sh with shirts and merchandise on that says, I'm with Christ. We, we have merchandise on our webpage, certain things that say the chosen. And it says disciple across the back. And that's our team jersey. And so forth. And the point is, I'm trying to make here is, back then... They didn't have a team jersey that says the chosen. We are the chosen 70 of Christ and all have a different numbered jersey. They didn't have a shirt that said disciple across it. They didn't have a shirt that said pastor across it. But they went forth in their same clothes that they always had and walked forth pairs of two into all the surrounding cities that and places that Christ was going to go to. <clears throat> and ultimately, when they got to a house and they went into a home, they were supposed to say, peace be to this house. And that, that was the calling card of Christ then. That was the sign, the banner, the flag, the shirt, the hat that said, Christ is here with you because peace be to this house. And we know Christ is the bearer of peace in our lives. Christ is the bearer of peace and love and hope and joy and truth and light. But as we continued forth, Christ also told them that whoever listens to you listens to to me. He who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Now, can you imagine this test? Can you imagine if you were back then? And honestly, it can happen nowadays. You know, I'm very open when it comes to wearing my cross, my faith on my sleeve, 
looking to engage and talk about things, but some others aren't. So what happens if Christ told them to go forth and go to someone's house? Don't bring sandals. Don't bring a bag. Don't bring food. You go forth. If someone offers you a place to stay and offers you food and drink, you go in the house and the first thing you say is peace be to this house. And then says, clean as day, whoever listens to you, listens to me. But then, as I said, he also said that he who rejects you, rejects me. Imagine being that person. And we're all those people right now, realistically, brothers and sisters. Because we never know when that interaction is coming. We never know when we're going to be called to help follow Christ, when we're going to be called to help call people to the kingdom of heaven. And as we're going forth and calling those people, imagine being that person being called. And you're not ready, you're not prepared. But when are we ever ready or prepared? Christ calls us when he knows we need to be called and when we're needed. And that's what he was doing here. But then he says that whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me then ultimately rejects he who sent me. So if ultimately, if we are rejecting Christ, then we're rejecting God the Father. And that is the truth that comes from the Gospel of Luke today. Because Christ literally sat there and said, I don't want just eight-man team, a five-man team, a six-man team, a 10-man team, a 12-man lineup. I don't need a bunch of linemen, a couple receivers, a tight end, and I'm going to throw this pass, Hill Mary, save everybody. No. Christ said, I'm going to build a team of 70 people and send you out in two by two to go forth and speak truth and speak peace onto their households and see if they accept you in what you just said. Because if they don't, then they're not accepting me and there's no point of me going there. There's no point of God going there because they don't accept the words and the breath of me there. But if they do accept you, then I want you to go forth and I want you to heal and I want you to do things in my name. Cast out demons. Heal the sick. Can you do that for me? Because this is what Christ ultimately said here. He said, I got my team of 70. All y'all go out in pairs of two and call people back. Go out in pairs of two and spread the word. And get as many people and cities as you can to believe in me. But if they don't believe in me and accept me with just a few words, then turn away and walk away. If they can't accept me in the words, peace be with you then walk away. Because you see, as Christians, we have been given the authority to represent God. 
which means we need to live our lives in a way that honors God so others will know which team we represent. And as we're sitting here tonight, today, brothers and sisters, and you're thinking about the team you want to represent, I'm going to go forth and ask you to look really and see, do you want to represent the team in the flesh or the team in the spirit? Do you want to bear the things where the Spirit is there in gentleness and you can help one another out in love? Or do you want to represent the flesh of greed, of anger, of hatred? of lust. And as you go forth today, and you think about today's sermon, you think about the message, and you think about the service, and you think about what Christ was really telling these 70 disciples of which he was putting forth out into the world. Think about this. We have all been given the power of choice. We could wear a cross on our chest or on our neck. We could wear one on our arm as a tattoo. We could wear Christian merchandise all day long. We could ultimately deck ourselves out from head to toe, deck our cars out, everything what our actions will really show who we are representing. So I ask you, if you want to live and represent the Spirit, then let your actions, let what you speak show who you represent. Because ultimately, brothers and sisters, it's up to you and I. It's up to us individually to decide who we represent. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we look to you this morning, we look to you full of grace, full of gratitude, and full of humility, as we humble ourselves to you, O Lord, that just like those 70 that went forth into the surrounding cities and went forth and set at houses and said, peace be with you, may we too have the courage and the strength to go forth in this light of the world that we are currently living in. And say, peace be with you to our brothers and sisters. And if they accept that peace, then we know that they have accepted Christ Jesus, that they have accepted 
the one who sent Christ Jesus, which is you, Father. Help us in this world to be those beacons of light, those beacons of hope, through the love that Christ brings to our lives as well as theirs. Father, we ask this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Let us pray. God of all nations and peoples, your Son commanded his disciples to preach and heal throughout the world. Grant us by the power of the Holy Spirit the zeal to proclaim the good news of peace and justice and gather all humanity into life with you. In Christ's name we pray, amen and amen. Please join me in our doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father's Son and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. And amen. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Brothers and sisters in Christ, go in peace. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls it's all custom design from us here at worship without walls again that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones have a blessed day